0: Welcome to Everyday Economics, a podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support podcasts such as this one, please make your tax-deductible contribution by clicking the link in the show description we are recording this episode on Monday, October 10th. And joining me, as always, is Dr. Orfe Devangi. He's a PhD economist. Dr. O, I'm going to jump right into it. Hey, the jobs report came out on Friday. Data is somewhat interesting. The, the unemployment fell to 3.5%. Number of jobs on payrolls rose by 263,000. Still, there's just a lot of un, just a lot of uncertainty in in this space right now. What did you make of the report, and and what do you think it means
1: with regard to the economy? You know, I, I look at these numbers, and what I the first thing I notice is that job growth slowed. Uh, job growth is finally slowing, and I think uh, this is welcome news for the Fed. Right, the Fed is trying to cool down a overheated economy, and um, and you know you you see job job growth slowing. Uh, Labor force participation remained, you know, little change. You know, slight uptick. All good news for the Fed, but you know, for those who are hoping the Fed's going to apply its, you uh, know, apply the brakes, it's bad news because look, employment growth continuing to increase, wage growth continuing to increase, and prices where they're at, the Fed has to continue to hike. Of course. There's a lot of fear that the Fed might oversteer, right? Because you know, if you know, you know, carefully, we have to think of the fact that monetary policy operates with a lag. We have to think that prices are already falling in parts of the economy. We know in the housing market things are slowing already drastically, in the uh, you know, and presenting some opportunities for many who had been left out during the pandemic. But, you know, do you see a cooling? And the cooling means that, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, the Fed could end up doing too much, right? We see market rents falling already in in many areas, uh, but rent in the consumer price index is still increasing rapidly, right? So uh, with that said, uh, I think it's a jobs report that the Fed's going to say, look, the economy is finally kind of cooling, but we have to keep working on bringing down inflation because the risk is still very elevated
0: yeah just taking a look at the bar chart I mean if, I think it's sort of the, the best way to look at this you know if you're just trying to understand sort of you know what September's results look like and what do they mean of course they missed estimate right they were supposed to be I think two tenths of a percent higher that the Dow that's right that's the why think- estimate was was 275 and it came in at 263 but if you look at the bar chart and you you know, there's an anomaly this summer. June went down substantially. July went up significantly, almost as much. You balance the two out and it almost looks like stair steps coming down from, uh, from a high mark in February where the economy added uh, nearly three quarters of a million jobs. But for the balance of the year, otherwise, it really just does kind of look like a gradual stepping down. And September's numbers, I mean, I, I mean, you know, call it for what it is would be this, this, that would be the
1: smallest single month job growth. That's right. That's exactly, exactly. that's exactly what the fed is after. Right. Remember they want to, they wanted that soft landing. And this last jobs report uh, is a slow and steady cooling down of the labor market. That's what it looks like. We looked at hiring falling. Uh, We saw, Right, hiring in the in the jolts which we talked about on the podcast, hiring falling. We saw job openings also falling. Uh, This is exactly what the Fed is after. So this, you know, ahead of their November meeting, this is good news. Of course, we're going to get the CPI report this week, and that's really going to be telling, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is this is exactly this is the type of jobs report that the Fed wants to see. It will probably still hike by 75 basis points, right? And I say probably because I, you know, I don't know with certainty, but, uh, and, you know, there's some, there's a camp out there that's like, well, you know, maybe that's too much. Maybe maybe we should approach kind of a wait and see approach, right? But, uh, you know, the Fed is trying to catch up. Uh, It was behind by far, uh, too late to hike. And now it's trying to catch up, and uh, you know, you know, you know what I really think is uh, interesting, though. What's that? Is the fact that construction and construction employment still climbs? Right? We've heard reports of nine consecutive months of falling builders' confidence, and yet employment in the construction sector is still growing. To pull out from the data that that you know
0: that that was included in the September jobs report. Leisure and hospitality, I found those two to be kind of strange. I mean, really? I mean, it's, it's like things are tightening. I mean, I'm looking at stories about gas bills being massive in the, in the weeks to come. But leisure and hospitality, healthcare, and business and professional services, so contracted consultancy kind of work. Right. We're the, right. We're right' the sector we're the sector gainers. Does any of that make any sense to you against yeah, you're interested in, in construction?
1: Oh for sure I mean leisure and hospitality I can kind of see right those those industries that were shut down during the COVID pandemic have a long way to go, and they're still trying to catch up. so I can kind of see that. Um, but yeah, I mean you know construction professional professional and business services are 46,000 jobs in September. Uh, yeah, I find it, I find it really puzzling, you know, uh, I, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm happy construction still going right and going strong because of course, you know, we, we have a massive housing unit deficit in this country and we'd love to see more residential construction. I think a lot of builders are going into, uh, multi-family units, uh, you know, great, fantastic, right? We need that, uh. Uh, Because those are the kind of things that might uh, actually help to bring down inflation. Uh, So, right. And so, uh, so that's good news. It's just a little odd that, you know, when you look at consumer surveys and you look at builder surveys, builder sentiment, right. There's this terrible kind of vibe, negative vibe, right. That there's an impending doom and gloom. And yet, when you look at these jobs numbers, you realize that, uh, you know, People have jobs. You the you know people are
0: working. I guess that's a good thing. Well I appreciate your thoughts for Orfe divangi This has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at
1: AmericaSTalking.com.